So a bunch of my work buddies have been talking a little bit about the mortgage rates and whether yeah. they should refinance their house. And there's like all of this hubbub around it. And I was even hearing at one point that you couldn't even go and sit down with one of the mortgage uh, brokers just because they were that busy with everyone trying to refinance their houses yeah. or go out and get a house. Where does that lie right now? And what is the reality of the situation? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Again, doing this for a long time, Matt, taking a look at these interest rates. You know, I remember years ago refinancing at, at 15 years at 3% and thought I'd never see it this low again. And here we are, you yeah. know, um, when you see the when you see the 10 year treasury. So interest rates, um, I'm, excuse me, mortgage rates are derived off of the 10 year treasury. Okay. And so 10 year treasury is like at 0. 0.6 or 0.76%. So it's not even at 1%. Less and it's 1%. all based upon that. And, uh, and we've seen that really decline as, as the Fed, you know, has dropped interest rates. And so what happened here um, back in March is we, we saw a big decline um, in interest rates. And all of a sudden people were lining up to, to refinance. And so I've talked to three or four bankers. And all of them have said that you should check with two different places because the interest rates are, are not the same. Meaning, if you're a bank or a large bank and you're taking on a lot of refinances right now, you might not be able to handle the volume. So what do you do? You raise the interest rate up, and so you're going to get paid more to do it sure. and, and paid those people overtime or whatever that is. And so all of a sudden, one person might be after, you know, a 30-year might be at 3%, and the other one might be at 3 and a quarter or 3 and a half. So anyway, first thing that you should do is you should be checking with um, a couple different bankers. But if just because it's low doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best deal. doesn't mean it's necessarily low at your bank, sure. right? Where, where you should, you should, if you bank there and you're loyal, you should stay there, but maybe just double check it. And a lot of these bankers were telling their clients that, like, listen, We've got a lot of this going on right now, and our rates might not be the best. I had a banker tell me that. You might want to check somewhere else. So that's, that's the reality that we live in. Now, the next question is, is should you even do it? Sure. And I think it really comes down to how long are you going to live there, right? So if you're going to be there for another five years, there's cost to refinance. You've got to get an appraisal done. You might have some origination costs and things like that. So all of a sudden, you've got a $150,000 loan, and it might cost you $1,800 to refinance. You've got to make that back. So if you're at a 4% rate now and you go to a 3 you've got to make that back, Matt, sure. over time. And so if you're going to sell your house in the next three years, you might not make it back, so you might not want to refinance. I think if you can save 1% and you're going to stay there a long time, yep. that it's worth taking a look at refinancing. And all the bankers can give you the, what that payback is, or you can do the math yourself. Well, how long does it take to get that 1800 back? But what we're seeing is 30-year uh, rates at 3%. 15-year rates at two and a half. So remember I told you, I, you know, I'll never see three again for 15. Now it's two and a half. So um, if, if you have debt and, and houses can be decent debt, although we agree with getting out of debt and not having any, but if you have debt on a home and you're over 4% right now, you should be talking to your banker and, uh, and having a conversation with your spouse on how long you're going to live there and taking a look at refinancing. You really, really should. So if this is the death house that you're living in and uh, you're six <laughs> years into, into, well, that's what you call the houses that you'll die in someday. Yeah, yeah. If this is your death house, right. then uh, then maybe it's worth considering. Yeah, and the other thing that I've had clients doing is going from 30 years to 15, right? If we can, if you can keep the same, roughly same payment, that kind of thing, and you can cut, you know, 
10, 15 years off your mortgage, do it. Get that stuff done with. And there might be people argue with me and say, hey, Brad, it's cheap money. It's 3%. You know, maybe you should stretch it over 30 years and invest the rest in the market. Yeah, you can play that game. I just, the people that I've dealt with over 25 years that are most successful in retirement don't have debt. They've figured out a way to get it over with and get it out of their way. And so I'm a, I'm a proponent in, in just getting that stuff wiped out. But if you can go to three instead of four, you should take a look at doing it. Totally cool. Well, yeah. thank you so much for sharing some knowledge about the house thing. We got cheap gas and cheap houses. That's these right. Days. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> we'll uh, see you next time. All right. Thanks, Matt.